So in today's gospel, Jesus says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inside, underneath, inwardly, they're hungry, ravenous wolves. And so today we're given an example. We're given an example of a prophet. A prophet is a mouthpiece of God. A prophet is somebody who does good things. In the Old Testament, we hear about Isaiah. We hear about Jeremiah. These are prophets who did good work for God. They're actually saints in the Old Testament. Um, and we would say John the Baptist in the New Testament. These are saintly people. But today we have an example, somebody who was a prophet and did a lot of great work in the name of Jesus, but heard some horrifying words on his judgment day. So this prophet, this example that we're given to, that we're given today, uh, the prophet's referred to as a wolf, which a wolf in the Bible is associated with evil, sinful, bad behavior. But prophets are supposed to be good. And he did a lot of good work. What did he do? The prophet, again, he prophesied in the name of Jesus, the Bible tells us. That means he went out, he told people, he said and predicted what the future and what God was telling him to do. The prophet also drove out demons in the name of Jesus. This prophet that we're told about in the scripture verses, he did miraculous things in the name of Jesus. Although this prophet did wonderful things, he's called a false prophet, he's compared and associated to a wolf, and he hears those dreadful words, or she, we don't know if it's a prophet or prophetess, but this example of this prophet hears the horrific, devastating words on the final day, which is, I never knew you from God. I never knew you Depart from me, you are evil. And those are, those are very sobering words for all of us, for every single one of us. Although, again, the prophet did miraculous words, he compares him, Jesus compares this prophet specifically, although it did wonderful work, as a wolf. As a wolf. So in order for us, myself included, right, to avoid these dreadful words, depart from me, I never knew you on our judgment day from God. Although we think we're doing great things in, in the name of Jesus. We think we're living according to his works. We're teaching our children and the people we live with. We're trying to set a good example. So to avoid these words, hearing these words at the end of our lives... We should take a look at what I've been studying and what I've been actually just, this was on my heart. It's like, okay, I'm reading this and like, I'm a prophet. I'm a prophet because I'm God's mouthpiece. Here I am trying to speak something to you. I better listen. I better wake up. And I just took me to a place I felt like the Lord was saying, study what a wolf does. What are his characteristics? Avoid that this Lent. Yeah, giving up this food and that food is all good, but... So I, I had to take this message very serious. So as I was just, you know, studying a little bit, I don't know a lot about wolves, but it's characteristic number one, I just want to go through two that we can focus on this Lent. Because we want to avoid being like a wolf. To not hear those dreadful words, depart from me, I never knew you. Characteristic number one of a wolf, a wolf is very secure in himself. Now, that doesn't sound like a bad thing. It's good to be secure in, your, in ourselves. But not as Christians, believe it or not. As Christians, we are called to be insecure in ourselves so our security can be in Jesus Christ. A wolf is very secure. A wolf is actually considered an apex predator, which means they're on the top of the food chain. You don't, as a wolf, you don't get messed with. You go and you get what you want, whatever prey you want. Right? You're kind of like the top dog. I don't know, are like wolves, dog, they fall on the canine. So like the top dog, the wolf is the top dog, basically. They're very, very, very secure in themselves. They don't need help from anybody. 
They got this. They know what they want and they're going to get it. Again, they're very secure. A sheep, on the other hand, because Jesus in the Bible, when the scripture verses today, he says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but are ravenous wolves. A wolf is securing themselves. A sheep, on the other hand, is the complete opposite. We need to be more like sheep. A sheep, on the other hand, is not an apex predator. They are at the bottom of the food chain, which makes them largely defenseless against predators, making them insecure in themselves. We have to be like sheep. Like sheep who our security is in Jesus. We're doing everything in our power to make our security in ourselves. Our finances, our marriages, how we raise our children, how we avoid sin. I got to try harder. I got to do. We're trying to be wolves. No, it's a good thing to say, I want my marriage to be better. I want my finances to be better. I want to stop sinning. Allah, I want to be done with this sin. It's not a bad thing. But now when I'm doing it by myself, a wolf wants to do it himself. I want my security to be in myself. I want the sin to be gone out of my life so I can then be holy for God. No, God is saying, no, 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 no. Lean on me like a sheep. I'm the good shepherd. Let me give you the graces that you need. And that's what St. Paul is talking about in today's gospel. I'm sorry, in today's reading, St. Paul is talking in the reading today to the Romans and he's saying, you guys, we are no longer slaves of sin. But we don't have to try harder. We have the Holy Spirit. We've been baptized. And since we've been baptized, the Holy Spirit's going to operate through us and give us all the graces that we need to say we are no longer slaves to sin. Not try harder, try harder, be secure in yourself. That's not what St. Paul's saying. He's saying quite the opposite. Don't let your security be in yourself. You are no longer a slave of sin, not because you're stronger, but because of who your God is. So your security, what St. Paul is saying, is be secure in, in Jesus, in your baptism in the Holy Spirit. So that's the first characteristic of a wolf. And if we continue on this self-reliance, this all depends on me, I want to be secure, I want to be independent, I want to be self-reliant, we're being wolves. Because that's what wolves do. And if we continue on this path and this Lent, we're not taking it serious and say, where am I really leaning on myself? Where am I not asking for the graces of God? Where am I not living in the Holy Spirit? We will hear those words on our final judgment. I never knew you. Depart from me. Your works are evil. We came to church on Sunday, we prayed every day, and we still hear those words. That means going to church and receiving the sacraments is not changing us to lean more on God. We come to church, people sometimes say, Father, I saw so-and-so at church, and um, yeah, I was shocked that they were there. And you know what I remind them? The church is a hospital for sinners. If you don't think you're sick and you belong here to receive your medicine, which is Jesus Christ, you got it all wrong. If we think we're coming here to be holy and do our prayers wonderful, we, we did this thing that we're obligated to do, and we don't see ourselves as weak, defenseless sheep who need the power of Jesus Christ in the most holy Eucharist, brothers and sisters, we're going to hear those dreadful words on the final day, I never knew you. But we came to church every Sunday, I never knew you. I prayed every day, I never knew you. I tried to give up sin, I never knew you. Because it was rooted in you and me. Versus rooted in Him as our strength. 
So that's the first characteristic. The last characteristic I'll talk about today, besides characteristic number one, the wolf is um, uh, secure in himself. The second is a wolf is cunning. Right, cunning. The word cunning means achieving a goal through deceit. Wolves are very strategic. They're very calculated. They know what they're going to do and when they're going to do it, they attack at the proper time to get their goal achieved. Right? A false prophet, a wolf, will do whatever is necessary to achieve their goal. They'll manipulate, so that can be us. I need what I need to do. I need to close this business deal. I got to cheat. I got to lie. I got to be greedy. I got to I got to do what I need to do. I got to manipulate the situation. I have to I have to be the top dog. And I'm going to do whatever I need to do in order to make this happen. Wolf in sheep clothing. And we will hear those dreadful words from the Lord Jesus on our final day. Depart from me. But I went to Mass on Sunday. I prayed every day. I did this. I gave to the poor. Wolf. Depart from me. I never knew you. We're supposed to look different in this world. But here we are blending in this world. We look like the world. And when we're blending with the world and we're one with the world, the world is filled with wolves. But the sheep, on the other hand, Right, unlock un, the, the sheep. On the other hand, the, the, the sheep is very humble. The sheep, again, is defenseless and innocent. What you see is what you get with the sheep. There's no hidden motives, motives. Unlike the wolf who eat other animals, sheep eat plants. They don't have to be cunning to survive. Neither do we. We don't need to be wolves to get what we want in order to survive. If, again, St. Paul says in the reading, we have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to make me survive. I don't have to be deceitful, cunning, greedy, a liar, a cheater, manipulator, a narcissist in order to get what I want. Because that's not what Lent is about. Eat what you want. Whatever you gave up, stop being cunning. Let us stop being cunning is more important to God. It's not what we're, what's going inside, it's what's coming outside. And if the outside is cunning behavior, we don't get Lent. We don't get Lent. What a waste. So how do we become more like sheep and less like a wolf this Lent? Just one practical thing and we'll wrap up. Is by giving the good shepherd my time. If I want to be a good sheep rather than a cunning, secure in himself type of wolf, then I spend time with the good shepherd who will teach me to be a good wolf, a good, a good sheep. The more time I spend with a good shepherd, this Lent, the more I'll become like a sheep. And this time we have, is this time of Lent is to say, am I spending time with a good shepherd? Am I spending time in the Adoration Chapel? Am I reading my scripture verse? Am I, am I, am I doing my prayers? Am I spending time? Am I just remaining in the presence of the Eucharist in adoration? Because that's the good shepherd. I will become like him by his radiance. And again, if we think we could just change by ourselves, I'm going to do this, I'm going to stop eating that, I'm going to do all these kind of superficial things, they're still good, but they're rooted in myself, then brothers and sisters, we will, won't get a lot out of, out of Lent. Let's focus on the inside, 
spending time with a good shepherd to change our hearts and our minds so our outside behavior would be completely different. If I don't make scheduled time for Jesus this Lent, every day, I might, if I don't make scheduled time for him every day this Lent and after Lent, then I might believe in Jesus, right? I might like Jesus, I might be a fan of him, but I am sure the, to bear bad fruit in my life because I'm not spending time with the Good Shepherd on a daily basis this Lent. So brothers and sisters, let us sit here for a minute and make a really serious decision. To spend time with a good shepherd, to be more like a sheep, to never hear the words from Jesus on our final day. Depart from me. I never knew you. All of your works were evil. Amen?